Let's see if Matt can stay awake for the whole episode, guys. I believe in you, Matt. I might go first. Uh oh. Shannon's on her way out, too. I got Facebook, y'all. We got this, though, guys. This is the Movie Dummy Podcast. It's just a podcast where we, as regular old peoples, like to talk about movies we watched. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. We hope all the time they'll be fun. Unlike next week's movie. You'll hear all about that later, though. But, guys, we're here to talk about just our recommendations for the week, stuff we liked, stuff to stay away from, maybe. I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm the long, long lost love child named A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron, buddy, it's been forever and a day since you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Miss you all very dearly. For sure. We haven't had any weird stories about a dermatologist staring at your asshole. We haven't heard about how you sprint at strangers telling them they have a nice bush. <laughs> or whatever the fuck you said to that lady. <laughs> I, I did say pretty much along those lines. Nice beaver. I've, I've had a lot more uncomfortable conversations that people are just like, what the flying fuck, Aaron? <laughs> <sighs> Apparently, it is not a common thing, you know, to give your guy friend a kiss on the forehead. I was explaining this <laughs> to all of the family members. During a dinner party, and I was like, "Yo, tuck in your bros." They're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Little peck on the forehead as they're falling asleep." You've never gotten one. And everybody was like, "This is absurd." Thank the sweet Lord, Justin was there, and he's like, "Of course." He goes, "It ain't gay if it's with your bros." And I was like, "That's what I'm talking about. Keep it real with the homies." You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Yo, your brother came to your rescue. Well, there was more people, but Kaylin and Liz and my mom and other people, most of everyone else, were very uncomfortable with the whole conversation. But I was like, guys, you've never had a nice little drunken peck on the cheek? What? And it just got, it went right (laughs) off the fucking rails, guys. You know, you just Uh, give a little peck on the forehead. Next thing you know, the dick and balls are both in your mouth. It's crazy. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, the best back rubs I've ever received in my life have been from dudes. Like, you got it. They're fantastic. Now show Strong hands, man. Did this happen in a secure environment? Sometimes out in public. This is a Catholic church type of thing. Uh, Mm Wow. The hand wanders just a bit. Right. That's why they got Got that part down the middle of their hair. All right, guys. This is recommendation week. Since we haven't heard from A.A. Ron in quite a spell, let's let him start off. Buddy, no, what have you seen in like the last two months or whatever <laughs> that you'd like to share with us? All right, so, guys, I watched the wrong movie for this podcast, and I at least have to talk about it for a moment because I got two things I'd like to talk about. The first is called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. And it is a film set... In 1988, Joe, is that what it is? Something like that, yeah. Okay, and I'm just going to do, in my bestest hope right now, a three-minute synopsis of this movie. Naked girl on a boat. Naked girl meeting naked girl. They then go and find another naked girl who is apparently 
the bartender, who then introduces them to what we find out later is a transvestite um, bartender. We had our guesses, we found out later, and that is where we get the introduction to the story, which is there is an evil snake infiltrating an island that those two girls accidentally brought on and it is a contaminated snake not an infected snake so haven't been able to figure that part out but it's very important to the story okay it was eating rats like that alligator in in a different movie yes so after this goes on a you meet two men who are on a boat who are in their underwear doing karate against each other and then it was at this point my brother and i realized that hard ticket to hawaii is actually not a movie it is a porno that an uh, a group was able to convince an executive crew that they are going to film a movie and all they did was took really really crappy acting between the uh, the lines there and then they just had sex scenes it was it was unbelievable because those two men on the boat definitely had sex with each other and it might have been either part of the movie or not but they were in love a man can touch uh, a penis or even kiss one very lightly and it still doesn't necessarily mean he's a homosexual so before you go judge an aa round remember that uh it's all right we all i already explained my my whole my whole actually, your whole moments <laughs> of my life yeah mm. Oh, that's well, funny. This is this is where it gets very interesting. Is after this occurs, there is no story, and it's them chasing a snake and one bad man with an eye patch. Okay. There is n- no real conclusion to the show. One of them is in witness protection. Two of them are ninjas, and one of them is just a uh, FBI agent. Maybe they use a rocket launcher in multiple situations that all have multiple and different uh, reactions. They use a rocket launcher and blow up a helicopter. They use a rocket launcher in a living room that is no bigger than 10 by 10 and blow only him up next to the hostage who is one foot away. Then they use a rocket (laughs) launcher to blow the snake's head off, but it only blows the snake's head off and they are roughly three feet away. And, and their money's worth out of the the rocket, rocket launcher. launcher. Yep. And the other one was a They're like sex this is a rental floating in the air. Okay. Do you recommend people yeah. watch this movie or no? I I would recommend eye gouging out before watching this movie. It was I think the worst movie I have ever seen in my life and it's worse than Shamu, which was the killer whale movie. Hmm. Okay. It was atrocious, and I'm very, very sad I ended up watching it. <laughs> really sad. But I do have a fantastic movie that I have watched, and I am trying to uh, find the name of it, and I'm really sad. I'm supposed to, just supposed to stay continue watching. Where have you gone to? Cotton Eye Joe! It is called... Um, I don't know. I am really okay. sorry. It is Beta... <sighs> Megalobox. Okay. Megalobox is a... What is the word for it? An anime of a boxing movie that is a little bit in between the movie... Um, who's the guy who played Wolverine? 
Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. So it's like that John Real Steel movie. Oh, Real Steel. And it's like, yeah, thank you. Real oh, Steel and a mixture of um, Punch Out. I am unbelievably impressed with this anime. I have been watching it for. I'd say about a week now. It's only one season. They don't plan on bringing it back. I have been very, very, very happy with it. And if you can get a chance to watch it, I, I highly, highly recommend it. It's super fun. The premise of the story is everybody's fighting with these real steel type of options, like their whole body. You know, they got all the chains around them and they're fighting. They got their robot suits. And to enter a competition, the only way he's going to move up the ranks is he doesn't wear the metal costume. And he ends up becoming a really good boxer. But it is very, very similar in style or kind of feel to, um, like, punch out. It just feels like it, like a fun underdog story. So it's 12 episodes, and that's it. And it's all done. Not coming back. Very enjoyable. It seems like to be one run-through. And like the anime style, uh, I like the English dub and the subtitles. So when I iron, I'm watching it dubbed. And when I'm watching it myself, I'm watching it subtitled. And both are very good. Okay. So highly recommend. That's actually all I've watched. And on top of that was Scrubs. That has been about it. Very, very busy couple weeks. And I've missed you guys greatly. All right. Well, before we lose Matt, Matt, what have you been watching, buddy? Did Matt go away? He fell asleep. Matt fell asleep in his computer. Hello? Hello? There you are. Oh, hey. I'm finally with the living. <laughs> so what have you been watching? I, yeah. What did I watch? For play. I played a video game called Disco Elysium. What? What? Yeah. Okay. It's a point and click adventure game. And the art style is really unique. Uh the premise is pretty unique and uh the writing and uh the writing and the overall like aesthetic of the game are like superb. Huh. When did it come out? Uh, I think last year. Wow. Okay. It's really strange. You basically play a police officer who beat and drank himself into amnesia, and you have to have to solve a murder mystery while also figuring out who the hell you are and what you're doing here and why you failed and all this other stuff. So it's like True Detective season three. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Disco Elysium is a groundbreaking role-playing game. You're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city block to carve your path across. Interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes. Become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being. <laughs> yeah, that part's easy because you start off as a disaster. <laughs> huh. Status quo. It looks very neat. The art style is very cool. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Um, the guy's like absolutely nuts, which is hilarious. 
it's like a three quarter view Fallout style. It looks like. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The original Fallout one and two. Yeah, but the graphics are super clean. Yeah, and they're really they're really neat looking. Like uh, the whole like color palette and everything. Very cool. Disco Elysium. It's forty bucks on Steam right now. Now, as a quick question, Matt, um, there's mm-hmm. been a game on my buy list that you recommended a while back called Take Me to the Moon. Have you ended up playing that game again? I actually never played it. I was thinking of a different game, I think. That was me. Oh. You're talking okay, about I'm Deliver sorry. Us to the Moon? Deliver Us to the Moon. Thank you. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. No, I never. I played up to the part where you get to the moon and then I stopped. I don't remember why. I think I was playing a lot of different stuff at the time. That's all right. I was just wondering uh, for uh, I've been really uh, debating on getting a new game. So hmm. that was kind of on the top of my list. Remembering it from the podcast. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Anything else, Matthew? Um, I played a new game called Crusader Kings 3. I think I recommended the second one at some point like a million years ago. Oh, yeah. It's all right. It's it's fun, I guess. <laughs> so basically, it's basically the second game only with like a huge graphics upgrade. So I, I don't know if you know if I would recommend it, to be honest. Okay, so for people who already have two, just keep playing it. People who don't have anything, maybe try this one? Sure. Okay. What about any TV or movies, buddy? No, you know, man, I was going to watch... Um, the new episode, uh, the new season of The Boys, but uh, I was busy today. I, I don't think it came out recently, right? Well, they're not all of it. They're dropping three episodes on Friday. Then the new episodes will come out fri- every Friday. All right. Well, I'm not, yeah, but that was this Friday, right? Like it's not even out for yeah. a week. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't have too much time to watch it anyway. Faux show. All right. Okay. What about Shannon? What about Shannon? What you been watching, girl? Oh, me? Uh, I watch a lot of stuff. I don't. I have issues, I guess. Um, last night, our family sat down and watched Mulan. And my family made fun of it constantly. And I kept telling them to shut up because I wanted to see it. Uh, I would definitely say it starts really weak. But I enjoyed it it's probably one of the only remakes that i enjoyed um out of all the disney remakes well it's the first one that tried to make itself its own thing yes and so it's not a carbon copy is what i understand right and it's rated pg-13 it's nothing like the disney one good and I'm appreciative of that because, like, my kids are like, "Where's the talking dragon?" I go, "There aren't talking dragons." Like, I didn't want talking things. You didn't like Mushu? Eddie Murphy could have been back. It's fine for a Disney movie, but if I'm doing a remake and it's realistic, no, I don't need that. Was it necessary? I don't know. There's a lot of hype about Mulan in the news. The actress that played Mulan. Uh, and they're trying to sway people against watching it. I don't know. I think it's a, a good watch if you Why? want to see one. What's wrong with the actress? Um, I guess she's supporting the Hong Kong police and tweeting about it. Oh. 
Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. I also watched, I'm going to keep moving, uh, One for the Money. This is a Katherine Heigl movie. It's one of her last movies. Uh, it's a very cute movie. She is a down-on-her-luck girl. I guess she was selling lingerie and uh, needed a job to make money, so she became a bail bond uh, retriever. Is that what you call them? Yeah. No. Bounty hunter. Bounty High gold hunter. the yeah, bounty hunter. Just, yeah. Bounty Wait, hunter. I thought they are just called dog the bounty hunter. All of them. <clears throat> no. It's like, like Q-tip, right? Just synonymous? No. No. It's, it's based on a book novel series by J- Janet Ivanovich that I absolutely love. Never watched it. Oh. Interesting. It was a cute movie. Really? I enjoy- I enjoyed it. Like, there's no big uh, people in it. Well, Emilio Estevez. Is for the high goal. And high Like goal. she said, there's no big people in it. So, <laughs> I don't know. It was cute. I saw it on Hulu and I was like, hmm. Because I watched a movie this week called The Lost Husband. Oh, good God. And I was like, ooh, you know, maybe this will give me my Hallmark fix for, you know, the month. But no, that thing was a piece of garbage. I don't well, recommend it. The, no. We were watching the trailer for it no. on Netflix. It's a Netflix film. It uh, stars Leslie Bibb and the Josh Duhamel. Mm. Both likable people. I'll and the trailer sets it up like a rom-com. That yeah. seemed kind of cute. Like, had okay. comedy in it. And uh-huh. it had, I don't know, zero minutes of comedy in it. The only <laughs> comedy they show you in the preview. But that's not. it turns out to not even be funny. No, it's yeah. not at all. It's not even worth your time. Don't even click on it. If you want to see Josh, everyone Josh Duhamel, cute or whatever. If you want to just see him, you can just like watch it on mute. Just look for scenes of him. That'd work. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Joe and I also started uh, watching the show on netflix called away yes with hillary swank a doodle i don't know if i'm gonna continue watching it it was so drama like i there was so much happening in this episode to begin with that i'm like okay what are you possibly gonna have in the next episode that's gonna keep me there uh i mean that's a good question it's about an astronaut group who's going to Mars and they jump real quick to them getting to the moon as their jump base and like everything that could happen is happening right now. <laughs> well, it's like they're trying to really play the fact that Hillary Swank is like a woman Duh. in a, doing a man's job. Okay. Being the commander of this thing. They're really pushing that narrative for some reason. Even this other... Never mind. And the fact that her home life means she can't go have a career. Because there's difficult things for her at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I I don't know if this is like a female empowerment type of thing. That's what I saw it as. So... I don't know. Give yeah. it a watch. Tell me what you think. I want to know what other people think for sure. 
Um, and then I guess my last one is I watched today, finally, for the first time, Toy Story 4. No way. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. I got excited. I love that movie. I hate you, Toy Story. You make me cry every time. I was like, eh, it's, it can't be, you know, you can't make me cry. Like, we've seen everything, you know? Best friend moment, you know, Andy uh, giving his toys away. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we've seen everything. But no, this one doesn't. This one makes you even... I was, like, crying just because it seemed to, like, wrap everything up with a bow. Ugh. Haha. <laughs> bow. Yeah. Those are They my sure ones. wrapped Woody's gal with a bow, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Mm, Pixar cool. knows what's up. <laughs> it was surprising, though. Joe was, like, uh asking me who wrote it and i didn't know who wrote it well i looked on the credits rolled i saw who wrote it and i was like is that the same rashida jones and it is she rashida jones and her writing partner came up with the story for the movie it looks like it's very interesting i think they did a very good job with that movie and it was just absolutely heartbreaking to see some of those like friendships end or evolve um ending with woody and buzz absolutely great keanu reeves as a canadian motorcycle stuntman what it was pretty cute like i just love keanu reeves he's just so adorable i don't know the ventriloquists were really creepy to me (laughs) and that's the part i did not like slappy now just having i didn't watch the whole movie i only watched like half of it with you is the movie good enough to warrant the perfect ending you get in Toy Story 3? Like, it throws that kind of in the trash. Because that is beautiful. I personally like the 4's ending and the adulthood of it. 3's was a great wrap-up for childhood. 4 was a great wrap-up for adults. In my opinion, not in truth. And if you see the whole movie, it does that from the start to the finish. And just because, Joe, you've only seen half of it. At the beginning, you see Bo Peep being put away. Like, she's being sold off. Mm-hmm. And, like, Aaron saying, it's more of a moment for the adults who've lived through these movies. Who've had these moments where we had to kind of move on in our lives from different things and I think that's why it was such a emotional ending for me no I can understand that I just is the movie good enough to warrant its existence yes beyond the perfection beyond the perfection of the finale yeah I think yes because this is this essentially is Michael Jordan playing for the wizards or Scrub Season Nine. Or Scrub Season Nine, because I Toy didn't Story feel episode, it was Toy Story that three, Well, no, but I mean, Toy Story Three is a perfect ending. How? How is Bo Peep getting sold off a perfect effing ending? Toy Story Three doesn't have Bo Peep in it, buddy. Oh yeah, that's true. Sorry. It's Andy driving away to college after giving his toys away to somebody else. 
Don't you remember? Yeah. You see, you see I him. Forgot. Yeah, you yeah. see him on the porch in his rearview mirror, and he's you know, driving away. You know the thing away. is, though, I never even liked. Uh, it was okay. If I had to go in order, I really, obviously, one's fantastic, but three to me, even with the villain, like the big stuffy and everything, that was. We all knew that guy was a shady son gun, but like I never saw number one, Zorg being the dad of Buzz Lightyear. And we never saw maybe the pick the the old prospector being the evil guy. So the fourth movie, when it really wasn't as like obviously you had the 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 antique home that was the the bad guy per se. But I really enjoyed that it was extremely inner turmoil. That's what I liked about it. I liked the inner turmoil of Buzz and and Woody and like a friendship strained by growing up, which is probably one of the most recent things that I even can think of is that after college, after growing up, you know, your how your friendships change, how your relationships, mm-hmm. what beco- what becomes your family. I don't know. Toy Story Four to me is, you know, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That's what that movie is like. That family that they all got to create in that internal growth and expanding. Like for Woody to change that hard. Mm-hmm. in that movie because he wasn't really he was a static character always he was just andy's toy and for him to have that final growth to move on as a person and become you know bull peeps partner i thought that was just that was awesome that's that's a great bookend for me mm-hmm. but i don't know i just i liked the story of that one more than i liked the story now the ending of three yes you are correct joe i will give you that it is the perfect ending to a trilogy but story-wise i really was impressed with four so what if i were to just throw out into the ether <clears throat> what if they just did the uh, same story but it's not toy story it's a it's an original ooh, pixar movie uh, with char- with hold on with characters that you enjoy or whatever it tells basically the same story and then you get to keep toy story 3's ending i don't think it would mean the same it's, With Woody never changing, I thought that was just the best part. That was like a huge thing. But that's a good point. I'd watch it and probably feel pretty positive about it. I don't think it would for me. Because to me, it's... Toy Story 3 was an Andy closure. Toy Story 4 was a Woody closure. Toy it Story was 3 the- is also a Woody closure. <laughs> He's, it's the closure of their time together. It's him moving on as well. It was his choice to try to go be with the little girl, not Andy's. Right. So the growth happened on Woody's part. Andy was just willing to let go. But to me, like, now if you watch Toy Story 3, you know Woody's going to leave these guys anyways. So the, the, the sweetness of it all is gone. I don't think so. Because he did a selfless act in this movie, in Toy Story, which you didn't see. I don't think you saw this part. Because the villain really isn't a villain. No. She wants to be loved which is like Woody was loved. Hold on, though. That's the Wreck-It Ralph thought that I had with it. That Wreck-It Ralph really wasn't the villain. She is the one that was the catalyst for all of it. But he wasn't a villain. He was like an unsuspecting villain. Wait, it's not it. An unknowing villain. Right. Because she did a lot of bad stuff. Like what? I don't know. Minutia, uh, minutia, minutia. There. I do like Toy Story 4, but I would I would say this. 
if someone asked me what Toy Story I wanted to watch right now, I'd probably choose two. That's interesting. I FN hmm. love. I love the prospector played by Frazier. I just love that character. <laughs> hmm. Sorry. I, I couldn't pick a favorite. Three. Easy. Like, I purposely waited to watch this movie <laughs> because I didn't want it to sully the memory of Toy Story 3. Yeah, that's probably why I never wanted to watch it. It's just unnecessary. But it, it didn't. It didn't do that for me. It continued a story. It's like telling you that there's hardship in life and you have to keep moving forward. And that's kind of how I took it. Like, I'm not going to just stop at three because we said goodbye and I'm not going to... That's not my argument. My argument is they should have. I understand what you're <laughs> saying. But, like, my feeling toward it is we have to go through ups and downs in life. And when three ends and it was a nice ending, there was nothing wrong with four. And they, I think they did just as well. Well, to me... I, I watched most of this movie with you and it's fine and it's sweet and I had tears at the end and it's, it is what it is. But Toy Story 3 is the game winning home run of a world series and Toy Story 4 is a home run in the first game of the next year. It's not the one people are going to remember. It's fine. You know, you're still, it's still a better play than most other movies. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's not the same deal. Okay, sorry that my recommendation time took so long, everybody. Who's next? Who doesn't want to talk about Woody's? Angela. That's me. You What'd you watch? So I started, well, I started listening to science, that Scientology podcast. Yeah, what do you think? Game. Um, holy balls. Um, Scientology is like the worst. <laughs> yeah. Really? Love I love Leah Remini though. I like I Mike Binder her. too. He's a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude too. There there was a moment that made me laugh. So I laughed about this for days. It made me so it I I don't remember what Leah was talking about, but she was saying something very forcefully, very aggressively, very definitively. It was very like passionate and, and she just like makes her point and then goes mike and he's like uh i'm not really sure how to how to follow that <laughs> yeah i think I, I think i know the moment you're talking about i think you said all that needed to be said leia <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i agree with you yeah she ended up with like like it ended up with and we're gonna can come after you or something like that right and this remember. is literally the dude who used to come after people. Yes, and that is the thing that boggles my mind. He's talking to they're like they're interviewing these victims of fair game of science, you know, from Scientology. Mm -hmm. And every so often, Leo'll just go, "You did this, right, Mike? This was you." And he's just like, "Yep." Yeah, when yep, he talks to the that author. Was me. Yeah. Yeah, that one was rough. He's, like yeah, I uh, I did all these things, and it's so awful. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's 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 horrible. I don't I don't know how 
I don't know how this this cult is allowed to just continue. It's it's it, the more I'm listening to it, the more I'm I'm absolutely aghast that we're just allowing this in our society. Sure, you know they fair game day Holocaust well, survivor. We right? allow the KKK right? for crying out loud. We allow. But the KKK isn't given tax-exempt status as a recognized religion. No. Uh, You know who else is, though? And as far as I know, the KKK... That's a non-profit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but for them... They're not killing people, A.A. Ron. I 100% disagree with you on that, and I do believe they are out there doing some nasty shit. The the Mormons? The LDS, man. Go out I mean, west. There are... Hell, Angela, think about the two podcasts we listened to talking about the white horse and what no, those I'm guys not, get into. No, I'm not saying they're not a cult, Aaron. That's a proven fact. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're oh. nearly as dangerous as Scientology. Yeah. Okay. Scientology I, I, I is will, legitimately dangerous. I will like, give the agreement on that one then. No, they will. It, <laughs> if you. <laughs> speak out against them you will be attacked like you will be uh harassed you will be stalked you will be i mean when mike bender left he's had private investigators living across the street from him yeah they buy an entire house for their investigators who are making ten thousand dollars a week to live in Wait, yeah. I do that for free and get restraining orders. Yeah. And they've been yeah. And they've been doing When a fine PYT walks in front of you tree, do the creep. Do ah. the creep. And do the creep. Oh. So Yeah, I mean it's pretty wild. The they had I mean, David Miscavige's dad on. They the, had a Holocaust survivor arrested. Yeah. Oh, they were faking bomb were threats faking in her name. Bomb threats. Yep. Uh, why? Because she spoke out against the church. Yeah, they're lunatics. Yeah. Exactly, and she was just saying that they were lunatics, and they were like, "Um, yeah, she did a bomb." That girl. No, no, they were writing there, letters to police saying they were going. She was going to kill them all and stuff. And saying yeah, that it was she was writing crazy. them. Yeah, yeah. It was like nine years of her life. Yep. Oh, they had planted a they planted a dude in her life. This was like she befriended this guy and he was like her best friend and she told him everything and he was a plant from Scientology to report on her. Yep. Can you imagine the psychological damage that does to a person where you are you literally can are looking over your shoulder every minute of every day? Uh, well, luckily she mention, was able to survive that type of trauma. <laughs> right? She'd but already had some practice. You know who didn't? You know who didn't? Kelly Preston didn't. Uh, yeah. Kelly Clark's Oh, Preston. Sorry. Kelly Preston, who, you know, if she could just find the right Satan inside her to, to make the cancer stop growing, it would have stopped growing. If she could have just convinced the, the right well, Satan to stop to be fair, cancer. she was going to get real treatment. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Thank you. I was like, I'm not um, losing this. Month. This is bullshit. So they say. 
So they say. She didn't pull it Steve Jobs. Um, and then there's that other kid who just committed suicide. Yeah. Likely because his depression wasn't being recognized. Well, oh, because depression doesn't because, exist. Because Elron Hubbard was told that his bullshit was bullshit back in the 50s. That's why Scientologists don't believe in psychotherapy mm-hmm. or depression or anxiety or any of those real things that exist. Scientology ignores them because psychologists told L. Ron Hubbard his theories were bullshit. Right. I I'm I have hated Scientology for a really long time, but listening to this makes me terrified for people in general. Hundred percent. How do you become involved? You have money. Uh, That's yeah, it. you got to spend a lot. Of money. You, it, there's actually a joke in it in Friends about it, where Joey talks about going to a or a group or something. He's just like, it cost me five thousand dollars to get to level four, and I don't feel any different. <laughs> right. And it's. Yeah, you, you you give them a lot of money and they take you through the levels and then once you're clear, then they tell you the secret of Satan and Zenu. They take you out on a boat, yeah. Yeah. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Motherfucker, I'm on a boat. That's where you learn about um, Lord Zenu and all yeah, that bullshit. The aliens. Sounds like I would uh, really hate this. If you want to know what Scientology is actually about, there's a South Park episode where they don't make hardly any jokes. It's literally the story of Lord Xenu, and they they try to stress that it, they're not kidding by flashing, we are not kidding, this is what they actually believe on the screen. Hmm. Isn't that the one where Isaac Hayes was like, I'm out? Yeah, that's when he checked out. They also had, Tom Cruise was so afraid of the story that he was hiding in the closet the entire episode, and they were just begging him to come out of the closet. <laughs> it's one of the only episodes of South Park I've ever seen, um, but it's worth the watch. Alright. I, I'm not really a South Park type person either, but I might check that out. I, I wish I was. I recommend it. So what else you got there, Angela? So I also watched uh, Supernatural, the first half of season 15 that's available on Netflix currently. Okay. Um, I am dreading the end. I love Sam and Dean. They're doing a lot of fun stuff this this season. They're they're bringing a lot of old people back. They've kind of set things up so that you know nobody's dead. Basically, all 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 the rules are kind of out the window and crazy stuff is happening. So it's, but it's fun to see all these old characters. Meg comes back and, uh, Ruby and Joe. Okay. Joe. I'm waiting for Crowley. I think he's, he hasn't come back yet, but he's got to come back at some point. Rowena's queen of hell now. So that's fun. It's spoiler alert. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, they're they're making some real good effort to give fans something to go out on and be satisfied. 
Did so, you say Sam? Fans. Oh, got fans. It. People who have been. No, no. I think I think she said Pam. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying that you should check out Jared Padalecki's OnlyFans. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does he have one? Because I, you'd probably sign up for it, wouldn't you? I would, most certainly, yes. So you're a Sam I'd give it a shot. Shannon, do you know I, what an OnlyFans I mean, is? I don't care. No. I, I don't really care. The, I'll, I'll take Jared It's where people show I'll their buttons. Yes. If you want to watch yeah. somebody jerk off or okay. downstairs Why DJ for $5 a month, you can get on their OnlyFans. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, so then I also watched the first couple of episodes of Hoops, show animated show on Netflix, much in the uh, vein of Big Mouth in that it's just really filthy. Um, okay. Starring Jake Johnson. Lots okay. Of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Max Greenberg shows up in the first couple episodes. I... I have not watched enough to know whether that was a one-off or if he is a recurring character. Um, Jake Johnson plays a basketball coach, high school basketball coach. His uh, team sucks, but they got a tall guy, so now there's a bunch of pressure for the team to be good. I don't know. It's it's just it's wacky. It's it's wacky. It totally makes sense. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're into F is for Family or Big Mouth or um, Archer, you know, any of these okay. adult, super adult focused uh, animated films or animated shows, give it a watch. If you like Jake Johnson, give it a watch. Love Jake Johnson. All right. Sounds and good. And last but not least, I, I watched, or I started watching the documentary series High Score. Oh yeah, we did too. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. So it's so far I'm only a couple of two or three episodes in. I've seen the birth of um, the video game or the arcade video game and the console, the Nintendo and the Genesis. I guess Genesis. Well, if you want a good follow-up to this series there, Angela, you should read a book by Blake J. Harris called Console Wars. And it's all about Nintendo and Sega going at each other. Oh, okay. It's That'd really, really good. I do have one last mention. I'm sorry. This is... You said book, and I... Um, I... I am in the middle of reading this book, but um, it's called See What You Made Me Do by Jeff Hill. I, I recommend that every single person on this earth reads it. Um, it's, it, uh, it kind of, it, it's, it's like the seminal book on domestic and family abuse. Mm. Ooh. Um, it, it highlights things that aren't, aren't really discussed in, in our culture. Um, it discusses how, you know, things that, things in our 
society are kind of geared toward promoting the idea that everything's fine when it isn't. And gotcha. You know, things that should be red flags in a relationship like possessiveness or jealousy, you know, extreme jealousy or or uh, obsession or, you know, those types of things are are supposed to be romantic, you know, expressions of someone's passion or something. When really it's just red, a red flag that they don't know how to be in a really you know they don't they don't know how to have a real relationship in an appropriate manner and they're likely going to abuse you <laughs> right and it talks about how you know there a good number of these people predominantly went men but women as well they they don't even realize they're doing it you know they're they're being abusive and they don't mean to be they just they're just programmed to be that way for some reason you know and it talks a lot about that and i think there are a lot of people in this world that just don't recognize what they're doing to other people Mm. the justice system especially the family court system the cops lawyers everybody they they need to understand the nuances of this very very real thing real and and devastating thing um you know it 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 talks about some really extreme cases um they they talk about a a a man who murdered his son in the middle of a cricket park what the and this was the first time he was physically violent towards the son. But the mother had been predicting that he would that he would murder her or her and him or, you know, that something like this was going to happen for years and she was ignored. Whoa. Because he was never physically violent before. And that seems to be the only kind of violence that our that the justice system sees. Okay. And takes serious society. And most most of the women who have been in that type of situation have said things like, you know, I'd rather he just hit me because that that would be easier. Mm. So, I mean, it's not enough. It, it's not a not a feel-good book I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you it's it's not great but it's definitely a really important thing that i, I think everybody needs to know about okay all right see what you made me do as in see what you made me sh- do beats the shit out of somebody and then blames them see what you made me do Joe, does yeah. leave you? Yeah, kind of, exactly like that. All right. So for me, I watched a movie called Ava with Chris. What's her name? Jessica Chastain. I watched that with you. It's not good. <laughs> it's like Atomic Blonde, but even worse. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's kind of like Jason what? in a girl style. What? What was the name of the movie? Ava. Uh, why does this make so much? Well, I don't remember this Ava. 
the trailer was out probably about four or five oh, months ago. Oh yeah, I saw her and said that's the Jurassic Park lady that ran a forty-yard dash in three seconds in high heels. Nope, yes, not the same chick. I remember? <laughs> that's not the girl from Jurassic Park. No, this is Jessica Chastain. Oh my god, I thought that was the same lady from Jurassic Park. She was the one movie about uh, the poker game, Molly's yes, game. Yes, Molly's game, and a bunch of other movies. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, Shannon and I finally. Yes, she's Bev in uh, in it. I don't adult. Watch. Oh, you're right. Skip Ava. Yes. Not worth your time. Well, uh, Joe, it has a seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That means really. <laughs> a- a- Aaron, a- a- Aaron. go for it. You let love me, it. You let me just tell you right now, start- she doesn't show you her tits in the movie, so you're not going to want to watch it. I thought no, I have been, guys. I've been growing. As as an entrepreneur, I have been finding myself to be very irritated with some of the nudity in the movies I've seen because I'm like, you're taking away from the storyline oh, right. of blowing up more fucking snakes. She's Murph in Interstellar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't look at her sexually, anyways, because that is why. So if you want to see her tits, you got to watch this movie called Lawless. No. Oh, I already saw it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but I didn't know He's about grown people. Yet. I He's have matured. I need to see it in like a tasteful setting. All right, all right, tasteful. How many of y'all here like the movie The Emperor's New Groove? Me, I do, I do. Oh my god, yes. Did you know that that is the second try? No. There was an, a whole original movie, pretty much done, till Disney flushed it down the toilet and remade it into the Emperor's New Groove we know today. Um, there's a documentary about it that you can't get your hands on except for by like sharing with people means called The Sweat Box. It was a musical. David Spade, Eartha Kitt, John, um, John Goodman were all there. Sting did all the music and all the songs. Um they did all the voice acting and they were animating it and then Disney's like uh uh-uh. uh and so The Emperor's New Groove was a rush, dro- rush job to try to get something together in time they did a heck of a good job I love that movie I know Yeah. I guess it might have been too ethnic for them the way that it was that's my guess hmm. well that's disturbing and disgusting well because it was very much an Incan story Right? So, mm. what's wrong with that? Oh, uh, I don't know. So, you'd have to watch <laughs> the documentary to make your own... Assumptions? How are we going to see it if it's on a share by... Share? You... I found it. That's oh. all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched the newest DC animated movie, Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Uh, the the Jay Oliva directed and starred by all those same people Justice League movies, I guess, are over. And they're going to start doing more one-offs again in in different styles. This is the first new, brand new style. Um, it's very much like a Cartoon Network style. Like a Dexter's Laboratory style for Superman. With new, younger actors. Like the one of the, the gay dude from Glee is Superman. Um, Alexander Daddario is Lois Lane. Hmm. Stuff like that. 
it's not the art style or the the younger people that I have a problem with. It's that the story flip flopped around and didn't make much sense. Yeah. Zachary Quinto is Lex Luthor too, and he's really good. Okay. So. Is he bald? Yes. In he, real life? No, it's animated. I know. <laughs> Duh. You dumbass. <laughs> uh, like like Shannon them. said, we watched the Milan uh, remake. It's Dumas. The Milan remake is plagued with not knowing what it wants to be. So, is it a Disney movie or is it a Eastern wirework kung fu movie? Mm. You'll you they didn't decide, so you can't either. Yep. And it sucks because of that. If they had decided they wanted an Eastern wirework kung fu movie like a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, it would have been amazing. But they couldn't make up their mind. I think they had restrictions because of Disney, if anything. I don't know what Disney's so afraid of. They didn't have any fear of making Captain America, Captain America the star of his own spy film. Or making Ant-Man a heist movie. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. So, I don't know. Watch it and let me know what you think. Because the action is actually pretty good. It's excellent wire work. Um, the stunt work's really good. The sword play's really good. It's just not shot. Like Art. you would like you would recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and then watch Mulan, you'll notice that camera is pushed in just a little too far mm-hmm. for it to be effective. Who keeps dipping in and out of the conversation? I can't tell if it's me or not, but I'm not losing. It's, I'm uh, not it's losing Angela. Time. Oh, okay. Okay. She must be having trouble with her headphones again. Boop boop. Um, and last but not least, I started. I watched the first three episodes of The Boys. He. Don't, like, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to know too much about it because I'm waiting till it's all out and doing a binge night or as much as possible. Yeah, it's more. It's like season one plus. That you've watched? No, no, it's, no, it's no, like I it's not like a new. Like. It is like a directly following season one. Yes. You know, and uh-huh. it's in it gets into crazy town. How do you watch the boys? It's on Amazon. Okay, because I wanted to watch the. First well, season. you listen. You watch them by giving them a blanket, tucking them in, and a kiss on the forehead, that's, and then you go to bed. That's how you do it, I guess. Tucking in the boys. That's how you do Shut it. Shut up, baby. Dear. I can't move my chin so far to kiss my boys. Anywho. <gasps> Um, yeah, so that is what it is. I do still recommend The Boys. I think it's pretty good. Carl Urban, I'd watch that dude, you know, flip pancakes. I really don't care. Oh. He's, he's awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for recommendations. Just, uh, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, since the last time we talked. So sad. No more Black Panther. No more other excellent movies. And kudos to him for fighting something as wretched as colon cancer and not bringing limelight to himself about it. Well, the stories are that he totally thought he was going to live until the Monday before he died or something like that. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to live. So he, at that point, told Disney. He hadn't told Disney he was sick. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're going to start shooting Black Panther 2 in March of 2021. They had no idea he was sick. There's currently a petition for his sister (laughs) 
to take over as the Black Panther like they did in the comics. I'm I, I'm wondering if they may go that way. That'd be fine. I think that would be a fan. T- I I liked her. I thought she was a great character. I think they could have quite a bit of fun, even weaving a. What um, if? Just you hit it. What if Michael B. Jordan just steps in and plays Chala, and we don't mention it? <laughs> He, no, I don't want to. No, I don't no, he doesn't. You know, he just in honor of his friend. Does. No, no, I want her in honor of her brother. In honor. No, of I'm her not. Family. I'm not talking about mm. that. I'm not. I'm just the to character. keep the character of Chala alive. Mm-hmm. Why not just have? He wants to Darren him from Bewitched. Yes. Oh much. no, that episode did Iron Man one. Right. Terrence Howard him in, but no, in a more respectful no, way, I not because I I, Chadwick Boseman was a cocksucker like Terrence Howard was. No, you know what? I think Marvel's too big for that, and I think a a strong female lead. She's one of my favorite female characters in Marvel, anyways. And so a reluctant, a reluctant hero sounds very fun for this. I, I like what she could be like and learning what her strength lies in. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's going to be Ryan Coogler again or not. It'll be interesting to see what they do. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I don't. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It looks like a lot of uh, actors are uh, getting sick and uh, production shut sick. down um, in multiple areas. Somebody on the on the Batman got sick. Robert Pattinson did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Corona's going around. COVID. Uh, movies are back in the theater. Tenant made like a hundred million dollars, and I want to go. From what I can see, the reviews are it's just a very Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> Good. Mm, it can wait then. New Mutants came out as well, and after being in development hell for three years, all people are basically saying is it shit the bed. <laughs> what movie? New Mutants. Oh, yes. Hmm. And on some brighter side of some movie news, I read just today oh, that yes. at the, after Supernatural is done... Jensen Ackles gets to drive home in the Impala. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting for him. They gave him the car. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Just what a wonderful feeling. I wonder if Padalecki gets one too. How long has that show been going? Oh my 11 gosh. years? Oh no, Keep no, no. going. 12? 15. Keep going. 15? Yeah. Yeah. Since this show has been on the air since the CW was the WB. Yeah, this was a WB uh, show. Uh-huh. It's that show has always made me think of like a, a Buffy or one of the vampire shows. Mm, but what's yeah. so great about it is they are unbelievably handsome. They are funny, and the show has continuity. So that's oh. what it's like a it's like a triple play. I will say this: triple threat. The Boys season two has okay. already referenced Jensen Eccles' character. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of this. A.A. Ron Jensen Eccles is going to be on The Boys. No. Yes, he's going to be Soldier Boy. Oh, that is handsome. That and is now just... I have to watch The Boys. Yes, yeah, he's I going know. to be Soldier Boy for season three. If you haven't watched it in the first place, you need in. Well, it's got Carl Urban. That we've been. Doing. I mean, I love Carl Urban. Don't get me wrong, I do, but. Listening to you guys describe it, I've been like, you know, in my head, I've just kind of been like, mm. you know, I don't have anything against it. I just, nah, I'm good. You don't want to see, like, people's heads get ripped off and stuff? Yeah, good. I'm good. 
I mean, I, I, it's probably fine. Like, I, I, I would probably like probably? it. Probably? You're going to love it. Well, I just But watched... I just don't feel like I need to watch it until the news came out that Jensen Eccles will be on it. Now I need to watch it. Yeah. You got those. Plus, Dennis Quaid and uh, Meg Ryan's son, who looks like the perfect amalgamation of their faces, is in it. And it's very interesting. That is weird. Yeah. You should, you should watch it. He's good in it too. So I give the boys some credit. Young though. Meg Ryan or plastic when you know when Meg Ryan, Ryan was cute. Yeah, that's what that's the Meg Ryan. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those kids you see where they look just like both parents. And you're like, oh, y'all too fucked. I get it. <laughs> well, they were married, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. 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 Till he got coked out of his mind. I mean, who doesn't go through that thing? Nah, didn't Russell Crowe come swinging, swing his dick onto some movie set about where she was a helicopter pilot or something and steal her away? I don't know. Something like that. Now then my experience is he got a good relationship dick. and steal them away, so. Well, it's Hollywood. Yeah. Not everybody's Michael Caine and Shakira. <laughs> so, guys... What? What? His, his not that Shakira, his wife Shakira. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He's all like, He's all like I, I, I think your like hips him. are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you shake them for me. Yeah. Sounds good Michael to me. Kane got kicked off of a mode of transportation once. Like yeah. a train. Like, he couldn't ride the train for a really long time. Yeah, he wrote about it. He's like, I got kicked off the tube for, like, 25 years because I told him to fuck off <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he's Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. Michael Caine. So, Have you guys seen my Michael Caine? That's Michael Caine over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I that sounds... Up on here. I failed. So... <laughs> so terribly that's a good way to end it awkward for sure that's where we're gonna end it guys uh that was pretty much all we've got for this week maybe you i can't recommend going to the movies but you can rent mulan on disney plus and watch it from the comfort of your own home you can also rent bill and ted face the music or if you have a disney plus subscription you can just wait till november and it'll be it'll be there oh okay didn't know that yeah. Yeah, you can wait. It's it's not like I have to see it now type of thing. While you're waiting, you know what you could do? Watch the boys. Watch the original Mulan. You could. I did today actually because we thought it was free on Disney. I thought it was said it was streaming for free. I failed. And I was like, I ain't paying thirty dollars for this today. Gotcha. So guys, yeah. thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> We will be back next week where we're going to talk about a little movie called Crawl. About an alligator who likes to crawl. And that's pretty much all the movie's about. So join us next week for that. The movie is on Hulu if you want to watch along. Guys, as always, I am Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm A.A.Ron. A.A.Ron. And Matt did have to dip out earlier because he fell asleep, so... Good night, Matt. Just rest, buddy. Later. Cheese.